0: Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there.
1: A lot
0: can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: As soon as you, you know, dive down the rabbit hole and you're doing more research and you're listening to a lot of people's stories and you're getting the facts and everything just starts lining up and you're just like, oh my gosh. I think they are narcissistic
0: welcome to how my parents raised me i'm dawn chitty when we are born we arrive here as pure and perfect souls and the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives and what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives and that's the cycle of families i have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you you what makes you the absolutely unique human that you are stories are medicine for the soul they can connect us and they can change the world and so in this podcast I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story, what happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. my beautiful friend do you suffer from depression symptoms of depression are not always obvious you might feel constantly tired you might be low in energy low in motivation you might have constant feelings of anxiety or worry feelings of sadness or feeling constantly guilty about everything if this sounds like you take a look at destroy depression It's a treatment plan that works regardless of your symptoms or your age. It's a totally drug-free, straightforward plan that explains everything you need to know about eliminating depression step by step. Destroy Depression helps you dominate your depression. It helps you take back control over your symptoms and it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Click the link in the show notes to find out more about how Destroy Depression can help you because you really do deserve to live your life free from the symptoms of depression. Hey my beautiful friends, it's so great to have you here. I have two new blog posts this week to help you to take a deep dive into people pleasing. First up, There is 17 signs that you are a people pleaser and just released today is a new blog post called What Creates a People Pleaser? It's a people pleaser sharing his story of trauma. So much of our people pleasing comes from our deepest and most basic need for safety and you can find links to these episodes in the show notes. Do you see yourself as the black sheep or the scapegoat of your family? Teresa spent years as the family scapegoat. Her narcissistic mother dominated within a family who never put Teresa first, never saw her struggling, never gave her love, kindness and care. And so Teresa decided at one point she was done. She packed her bags, loaded up the car and left with her partner. And she has never looked back? Why would you have any regrets about leaving the people who have made you feel worthless your entire life? In this quick chat episode, Teresa explains how it felt to be the scapegoat within her family. We pick up the story as Teresa explains how it was her partner who let her know that something seemed off in the way her family was treating her.
1: She is, he's literally like my saving grace. Like he was like the first one that probably told me like kind of have the suspicions about how like my family operates. And at the time, you know, when you're thinking that your parents and your family are narcissistic you're just like, you're trying to make excuses for them. You're thinking, man, no, that, that can't be right. You know, they're just doing their best with what they were given, what they were taught. But then as soon as you, you know, dive down the rabbit hole and you're doing more research and you're listening to a lot of people's stories and you're getting the facts and everything just starts lining up and you're just like, oh my gosh, I think they are narcissistic. And then with, you know, more phone calls and more uh, interactions with them, it's just like, wow, they are, they are. It was just a crazy thing to realize a lot of control and any little bit of defiance they start to like breathe down your neck a lot more start picking on you you know if you're kind of like the butt of the joke in front of people that they're trying to impress and that doesn't feel good you know you're 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 being forced to be dragged around a lot of like social events but it's to make them look good and to make you feel not so good you know they could be talking about your accolades and everything you've accomplished or they can use you as the butt of the joke and make fun of you or belittle you in front of people to make themselves look good you know for them to get an ego boost. And then for me, it's just like, man, I can't do this anymore. I mean, it's already exhausting enough being neurodivergent and being social, but being in social elements that you know you're not going to enjoy because you know what to expect as far as, you know, getting gaslit, manipulated, getting picked on and everything. It's just, at one point, like it just, it needs to stop. And I needed it to stop because it was just going to go in a very dark direction if I stayed. Yeah. So there were phone calls and and this is and this is such a kicker. So um, all my family is blocked off of like phone numbers, social media, everything like my partner and myself. However, we can receive voicemails. So when I first cut my family off in June, I had gotten about four voicemails from my dad which is kind of funny because I didn't really have the best relationship with my dad leading up to me cutting my family off but because he didn't burn his bridges as bad as my brother and my mom now they kind of use my dad as the person to make the phone calls because he's got the more clean record which is hilarious to me (laughs) because you know for I just don't know what what they were thinking about that but so I had gotten like four phone calls after just you know them being like oh you know we we haven't heard from you we're gonna have to call the police and, and and make sure that like you know you're alive and everything i'm just like you know we're fine you know we're fine and we you know we didn't end up calling them back or anything but then there were maybe one or two other times that they called, but they didn't call me this time. They they called my partner and left voicemails, and it was just kind of the same like generic runaround. Like we still have these voicemails, and they all sound the same. It's just that, you know, obligational phone call where you're having to just be like, oh, we just we're thinking about you, we miss you. It's just that kind of way to try to get you to break contact, and and again we're we we did not really respond to those voicemails it's almost like we laugh because it's it's always the same format in the same formula and we're just like what what are we going to do we're not going to break contact you know i've made my decision i'm finished <laughs> so it's just funny how their their warped sense of reality they think that this is a good idea for them to leave phone calls to my partner and in their head they're thinking Oh, you know, Teresa's partner is going to be able to say your parents called and, and they said that they missed you almost trying to use George as that gateway to be coursing me into calling them, which for me, I'm like, I, I've seen that tactic. I know that tactic and it's not going to work now because I know exactly what they're trying to do. So for us, it's almost comical at that point, whenever we do receive like a voicemail, because it's just, it's the same Voice tone, it's the same format. there's no sincerity. There, there's no you know, love or, you know, genuine sound to it at all, <laughs> you know. so so we've been getting voicemails like every so often. but the last text message I ever got was when we were actually moving to Texas. We were in the middle of of the move. So we were moving from California to to Texas. So we were in mid-drive, we were maybe two or three hours out from Arizona and my mom had text and was basically saying, you know, the generic, like, oh, you know, text me when you get to Arizona so we know you're okay and everything. And then, then I get a text message that is not, it wasn't supposed to be me- meant for me, but it got sent to me and this has happened quite a bit in, in my relationship with my mom, where, you know, I'll, I'll say something in a text message and it's something that she doesn't like. So she'll try to text it to other people. And then I get the response where it's just this backhanded, you know, like, oh, she said this and, you know, (sighs) kind of hard to to describe, but it's basically like, they're, they're shit talking you behind your back, but then you're getting the text messages, and that's kind of what this was. I still have this text message. I haven't deleted it from my phone because I I keep it as evidence that they ever tried to give back and being like we're good parents and we only want what's best for you. So I always just keep it in my phone just in case because it's like no you you don't want what's best for me. So this was like the last text message I have ever gotten from my mom. So you know she text back, you know, oh, let me know when you get back on the road, meaning when we were going to go to Arizona. And then the text message that was supposed to be meant for somebody else, but got sent to me was it'll backfire. So she's going to have to come crawling back home sooner or later and it'll happen. Just give it time. And I replied and said, who said that? And she said, I'm not going to say who, but prove them wrong. So she's saving face for whoever said it, or she said it, and she doesn't want to make herself look bad. And then my reply was, you're saving face. You're not an ally to me. I can read between the lines. It doesn't matter who said it. It's being said. I've had no support and still don't. It's all toxic family bullshit. It's further proving my point that I deserved much better. I'm not coming back. We're going incognito. Good luck keeping a lid on this. And that was the last thing I've ever said Mm. to my parents at that point. And then, you know, the one additional run-in was my partner running into my brother at the concert. But after that, we've had no former contact since I cut them off.